welcome back to God, Dicks and Puns. My name is Sam and I manage a group of people in teamwork and objective-driven challenges bi-weekly. Yeah, I am your DM for this fine story. Why did I say it in such a professional manner? First off, I like sounding smart. Secondly, and more importantly, because in 3 days or precisely 52 hours after this episode hits the air, our Canadian TTRPG episode comes out. Get ready to hear Oscar grab a hold of the big chair and race to hold it together with a whole slew of our new friends. See what I did there? Send me a natural 20 if you did. Let's find out how, cause I don't know. In all seriousness, do give this very special episode a very special and attentive listen. This event was huge in the making and so much fun to get done even more so to listen to. I can't even tell you how many times I laughed while editing the damn thing. Alright, alright. Enough rambling. As always, thank you so much for listening and please enjoy episode 29, Like Dogs in a Courtyard. One last question, and while he says that, Regis takes the goblin away from the wall and starts to walk out of here with the goblin. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Bobby. Sue's like, is that really necessary? Bobby Bird? Well, we can't have him running around here, one. And two, at least he has a chance to live by swimming. Well, Bobby? What god do you represent again? <laughs> Sue says hey. It's either we kill him, or we give him a chance to r- swim away. Well, Bobby, I have a suggestion for you. Learn to swim! Good luck, Bobby! No, wait, wait, wait! He's already let go. <laughs> Regis has such a good perception that he hears Not the big bad fish! Oh. <laughs> As he falls 80 feet. No, you just see Splutch. Okay. Um, hearing that, Regis is gonna get off the bridge real quick, real quickly and just go to the water. Speak of the water, try to see if he spots the goblin or anything else jumping on a goblin. How long do you spend? Maybe a minute or two, actually. Even more, while Zetlaf goes up to Astrid and says, well, we can still do our strategy. Oh, looking for yeah, we have more heads now. Roll a perception check. 21. Uh, minus one. He doesn't know what he sees. Well, is anybody else looking down at the river? Yeah, no, I actually was. said I was going to watch as well. You guys don't see anything through the rippling of the waves. Um, all you see is simply red. No, not even because his wounds have been uh, essentially cauterized. Um, so, yeah, no, he, uh, you don't, you don't see much happen. Like, the, 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 the body of the gobble is sinking, and that's all you see. After a few minutes, after, like, minutes, yeah. Regis, Regis is gonna go and help decapitate a few goblins. Alright, you go in, and you decapitate a few gobbles. So, once we enter the building, it has a ceiling, right? Stockade is an enclosure of palisades and tall walls made of logs placed side by side vertically with the top sharpened as a defensive wall. It looks like it's an open, uh, it's one of those open forts inside. Mm-hmm. And this is dirt, so yeah, it's open. There is no ceiling there. Okay, okay so, so chuck shit. 
gonna chop off a few heads and Regis is gonna go here, throw a few heads over, over here, throw a few heads over. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. There. You see that hallway. Oh, uh, if when we go here we see that hallway? Yeah. So essentially this room you have a door leading to the west that you know leads to a watchtower. You have a door leading to the you have a f- three doors leading to the north. One of them you know the war chief goes through and you have a Actually, four doors leading to the north, one of them warship goes through, and one door leading to the east that you don't know what it does. Shall we head to the watchtowers in order to, one, look at the camp, and two, decide where to throw our heads? Yes, that's why I was going to check the western one, since he mentioned there's nobody in it. Oh, and hang on, I have to say that the gobble said to Devlak, The pickles! They're <laughs> They are in this area here. There's a big C01 and a 2. It looks like a C12. Ah. If that w- is what he said, retroactively, you'd just be seeing Devlak, like, going in that area and just, like, drowning in pickle juice and just, like, imagine, like, you know, uh, like. Okay, Yvonne the Yukon, Jesus. <laughs> no, but, like, imagine, like, you know, like, uh, like you know Baywatch, where you have like the uh, the lifeguards like like slow motion with their hair back and forth. Well, imagine like Devlak in pickle juice with his like three strands of hair, like whipping his hair back and forth while like chopping on a pickle and saying, "This, this is lap." I'm just imagining the beard, filthy with pickle juice silent around. <laughs> oh my god. In on your icon, remembering what you man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep changing your name because you keep doing things that are just just wrong. Well, first he was Boromir because he's a fucking pincushion, and now he's Yvonne the Econ because he's <laughs> drowning himself with pickle juice. Oh I don't my think god, I haven't before. thought of that cartoon in years, actually. Yeah, it's special. It's a special cartoon. Actually, for anyone listening to this who's not familiar with it, it's a Canadian cartoon which. Fair warning, falls into the same insanity category as, like, Spongebob meets, oh, uh... Red and Snetty, maybe? Red, Actually, Red, no. That's like, no, well, I mean, like, Ed, Ed, Nettie, or even more... Oh, insane. my God! It is an interesting cartoon, not for the faint of heart. I completely forgot about that cartoon until you mentioned it, and I looked it up, and it's like... Oh my god, that thing. Oh shit. I still have the theme song pop up in my head every now and then randomly, and it's very annoying. It's Yvonne, uh, who just loves pickle juice. Well, he drinks it. I'm not going to sing through all of it, but yeah. No. I don't want to die. Of the Uganda. Fucking stairs running away from the sound of Yvonne. It was an interesting show. Did you guys take the time to look around the room before you started moving about the area, or did you just, like, bolt? Yeah, you mentioned there were symbols and pictures. Well, My we just good. spent a few minutes decapitating goblins. I think we took the time to also look at the room. Okay, so... Goes and moves the, uh, uh, opens up all the mouths around horse heads and dog heads back in the first area, and she's just, like, looking through that. Aside from being absolutely disgusting, and these are... They're not preserved. They're just there. So, aside from... sword, then. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say, aside from getting your hand covered in maggots and pus, 
there's not much you see there. And you do see feathered wings that roll a knowledge nature. <laughs> knowledge, yes. Sue. Everybody can roll it. Nature? Um, sure, I could. Does anybody have a trait? Nope. Ah, Devlak, clearly. Yes, uh, so Devlak's going to roll that knowledge of nature, but even there, he's not amazing. I got six. I rolled higher than a druid in knowledge of nature, and I'm not trained in it. No, uh, no, you didn't. That was me. The druid just rolled. The druid just rolled a natural oh, 20. Oh, thank you. Good. <laughs> For a 24 total. There is a god. The druid recognizes those wings as belonging to a harpy, and they they were not cut off cleanly, and they are um, held onto the wall by a half dozen, just over a half dozen knives, daggers, sorry, and one of them seems more ornate than the rest. It, so, uh, according to what my dad would say, we have a stepmother on our case. <laughs> I understood nothing of what you meant. Oh, uh, yes, yes, my apologies. Uh, so, so my dad, right? Whenever uh, my my grandmother or his his stepmother would come along, he would say that poppy is coming along. So, it is my belief that we have a stepmother that is coming around soon. God, I love your improv, Oscar. A bunch of stepmothers is what you're telling. Yes, Asterisk is like. Fucking confused as shit right now. She's like looking at you, looking at the wall, looking at you. What? <laughs> um, I just approach and I go. Hearts. What? How? How do you have a stepmother? It's a harpy. That doesn't make any sense. No, listen, listen. I don't have a stepmother. That's a harpy. My dad apparently have a stepmother, and he would call her a harp. So I assume that, well, you know, a harpy is a stepmother. Therefore. By the transitive property of things, we're gonna have a lot of stepmothers on our case. After you explain that, she does this very blonde. Oh! <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, the clothes from there. <laughs> She's a little bit of an airhead, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, so we might be fighting a bunch of stepmothers. Good to know. <laughs> Fucking Christ. No offense to any stepmothers out there. <laughs> Unless you send your again. Mother, in, in that case, uh, complete offense to you. The views of our characters do not represent the views of the players on this show. <laughs> no, I was, I'm still, I was still confused, but, I, but I was just like, sad. <laughs> Four characters, father, rest in peace. So, do you guys do anything with the wings or with the daggers? Are they small or medium-sized daggers, though? They are medium-sized daggers. And one of them has a pearl handle. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to have a look at that. Sue would also be looking at that. Okay, yeah, I think Devlap would have made the link that that dagger seems to have been the one of the harpy itself and uh, seems to be worth about a hundred gold. Uh, apparently, that stepmother was fairly rich because, well, that, according to my dwarven estimate, dagger is worth around a hundred gold. 
and it would have been used, of course, by that harpy stepmother. <laughs> God damn it. Is it a masterwork dagger? It is not a masterwork dagger. So it's just an ornate, fancy-ass, normal dagger that's worth a lot of money. It's just an ornate, fancy-ass dagger that's worth a lot of money to a stepmother. Well, then, um, I guess we found something to sell. And the other six daggers are mundane. Well, Sue will grab at least the spare one of those, if you guys don't mind. Oh, you can have all of those if you want. Once I sell this on the market, I'll share the spoils with all of you. Does that seem fair? Yup. Devlet's gonna grab one as well. There's six in total, you said, not counting the pearl one? Yeah, I uh, know there's seven total. Well, six, six mundane and one ornate. Yeah, like you want to just take two? That way you've got two, I've got two, Astros has two. Wait, it's because we, uh, Devlet already has one, and well, he, do, he doesn't want to overtake, but he can take if you want. Yeah, you can. I'm only grabbing two, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, Sue's grabbing two. She does, she just kind of uses them to chuck at things, but doesn't use it that much. Alright, so uh, Devlet's gonna take the other, uh, uh, normal dagger to say so. Pass them to me when we're around the campfire later, and I'll just sharpen those little suckers up for you guys. Well, I do have a wand. Uh, I, if I look in my inventory, in the uh, shared inventory, I have an un- unidentified wand. Which you had forgotten up until this point, and now I have to w- go way back in my AP. Screw you. <laughs> roll, roll your goddamn spellcraft. Yeah, I'm gonna roll a spellcraft. I'm probably gonna sell it because I don't have that high spellcraft, but. Let's try to identify at some point. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a 16. Okay. And I got a 17. Can, can, can Sue try and use magical device on it? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you can go in one of the closets and test it out. Uh, which makes sense for an unwise character. Where did you guys get that one? Do you remember? I don't remember. I, I it was like it, it was in the uh, it was in the catacombs dungeon. Probably. But. Oh, was it floating around in the room? I don't... Was it? She might be less tempted to just try it out randomly then, if it was floating around in that one trauma room. Alright, so how does Spellcraft work again? What's the DC? On wands? Way higher. I just rolled a 16. I'm pretty sure that's not high enough to even a level 1 spell. Yeah, well, actually, identify the properties of a magic item using Detect Magic is... Yeah, that's what I was doing. use the tech magic as well in order to do my spellcraft. 15 plus the castle level. So, uh, this... this iron wand is a wand of shocking grasp with 28 charges on it. Hmm. How does that work? How do I grasp while holding a wand? I mean, you can I'm pass confused. it to Sue then. You, uh, and then, uh. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, you stab yourself with a wand and then you hope you can shoot lightning on that out of your hand. Let's see how that works. We'll take it. Unlimited power! Sue offers to take it up if no one else is going to use it. Yeah, I don't want to use it. So you have to be in melee range to use it anyway, right? You have to be in melee range, and you have to use either UMD or... um, If you have the spell on your spell list, you can just cast it willy-nilly, but... Well, Sue has UMD, and she's got... Her bonus is plus 10. Holy shit. 
good. I want to check what's the DC. The DC is equal to 20 plus the cast level of spell you were trying to cast from the scroll. So that's DC 21 to use it. So if I roll 11. Yep. I mean, unless you guys, does anyone have Shock and Grasp on their, uh, as that's their spell? That's checking if this is my spell list. If you have it, then you guys take it and that can be your backup spells in case no, you need it. No, nobody has otherwise. it. Blood Rager, Magus, Sorcerer Wizard. Mm. Yeah, I don't have it. So you just need to roll 10 every time you want to use it. 11. 11, right now. Why, well, you only plus 9? I have plus 10. I need it's to a get 20, 21. Use a wand. It's a 21. It says use a wand. Do you use magic device DC 20. What? I might be reading that one. UMD allows you to use a scroll if you had a particular spell. Oh, wait, that's, that's for a scroll. I'm sorry. Normally, to use a wand, you must have the wand spell in your class spell list. Using the skill as if you use a wand as if you had a particular charge thing, the roll does not expend a charge. Yeah, use a wand is 20. Normally, to use it, you would need to have it on your spell list. The use of, of this skill allows you... Okay, as if you had it on your spell list. Okay, so yeah, it's only DC 20, so if you roll a 10, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You just need to roll average or higher. Mm-hmm. So if you guys pass it to Sue, she's you see her kind of like take her. Well, she asks, "May I have it then?" And I can throw it to one of you guys if you will need to use it in combat. Probably never going to use it, so I don't mind you using it. Sue, ta- like takes down her uh, her sleeve a little bit, puts her wrist back. A dart pops out of her wrist for a second, takes that out, and you see her like put a wand, and you see she has some sort of spring-loaded mechanism. She's like, kind of put the wand in it and cranks it back down, and so she has a she has a wand up her sleeve, like a real magician. <laughs> you guys are in this room. You've given the wand to Sue, and Shalilu is getting impatient here and saying, "Come on, let's go." Watchtower over here. So you go to the watchtower, and what you see is an open courtyard to your left. So you see in this... I'll say before you say anything else, I'm bringing a few heads with me. Okay. Say four heads. Two with Regis. You're bringing some four heads? Heads. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this large courtyard Oh, hang on. The inside of this place is covered because this flavor text says... This large courtyard is open to the sky, so logically the rest would not be. Okay. We're still, um... Well, with the watcher we'll still be able to see that. Yeah, yeah, you, you can see the courtyard, but what you can't see is the rest here. Mm-hmm. So you see four dogs that are barking and scratching at a small, boarded-up, walled-off area in the upper left corner of the open courtyard and you do recognize these as four goblin dogs. And that's pretty much all you see. We can all knock them at the doors if we wanted to. I could stand up front and you could be right behind me and stab them as we're uh, doing all that. We also have plenty of bait. He says, holding a head in the air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to make this good. Sue asks, from the top of the top, like, because we went to the top of it, right? Yeah. It's like, can we just uh, shoot them from up here? As she looks at the ranger. Good point. Uh, the range on a longbow is 
Would that be considered intellect or wisdom? Because if it's wisdom, she wouldn't have thought of that. But if that's just smartness... I'd say it's it's either. That would be an intelligent move. Yeah, I'd say intelligence. Because wise would be, let's not charge in. Intelligence would be, let's shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. What's the range was, Let them come to us and model neck them. And yours is like, why don't we just shoot them from up here? It's easier and smarter. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. 110 feet. So Shadelu looks at you and just with where she is, wherever the, the dogs would be, she would be able to shoot being 30 feet, well, 10 feet over the, the anything of the stockade would permit that. So she shoots the four dogs dead. Like shooting dogs in a kennel. Dogs in a courtyard. <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> Sue just do, does the whole like paw licking cat thing going like, eh, nothing was lost. I'm just going to move these guys so that you see the door there. Well, the dogs are effectively dead. Do you guys move into the courtyard? Oh yeah. Sue just thinks it's perfectly oh. fine. Everything's dead here. Let me uh-huh. just open up this door. Okay, you open up that door. All right. Place yourselves where you would be. This door is closer, so she'd go for this one first. Okay. You open the door to the south of the courtyard. Damn it, that's a high tool. Oh, God, the darkness. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so C-17. Shells are lined with crude tools, nets, and tack for goblin dogs line the walls here. To the northeast stands a large L-shaped wooden cage that contains dozens of rabbits. Nets. Look out a net. Because I was just about to ask, I'm looking for a net. <laughs> They're around some water, so I guess nets for fishing and probably butterfly nets too, if I'm counting that these are goblins and absolutely horrible creatures that can kill off children as easily. That would be like, you know, a big thing, right? Yeah, it'd be a big circular like one with a long string. Yeah, maybe not as big as the ones you usually see, because these are small-sized creatures, so they don't only as many fish, but still. Well, what about, is so, there any of those are combat nets? No. I'm gonna tr- take a fishing net and fill it up with as many goblin heads as I can. <laughs> you have a net filled with goblin heads. Do not ask me to describe the smell. <laughs> How many bunnies just... are we talking about here? Dozens. Sue's like, we'll come back to this box later. <laughs> this will make a fine supper. Did you see one of the bunnies? Please do not kill me. <laughs> oh, you'll be first. Fucking talking bunny! <laughs> you just see Dev like slowly back away, backing away and kind of like doing the like, I'm watching you motion to that bunny. Why are you hoping to kill me? Life is ephemeral. Ephemeral. What? That word. <laughs> That's a big word. I'm gonna go check out this other. <laughs> so. Wait, I'm not there yet. I'm letting the other guys. You do notice Suzette walking up to that. The door to this outbuilding has been nailed shut, and additional boards have been nailed over these nails. The door itself is cracked and splintered in places. Two dead goblins, their heads crushed in by something heavy, lie in the dirt by the door, their ripening bodies covered with flies. Maybe we shouldn't open the door? If you try to open the door, you can see that it it's clearly locked and nailed. Astrid, would you mind looking through the door? Devlack, roll survival. Yeah, I, I don't mind. Move, move, uh, Sue. Move, Sue. Sue. For sure. Uh, Dev, uh, Devlack, 
Is that your name, right? The dwarf? Yes. Uh, you got that uh, pint of oil, right? I have four pints of oil. Uh, so, you first look we just like, uh, we share that oil with that door and what's in it, and then light it, and then be done oh, with it? Sue, Sue, no, Sue says, no, clearly they, they locked up the cell. Everybody listen. Astrid, you can look through the door to see what's inside. It's all boarded up, so clearly they put the treasures inside. I need to go this, get the shinies. Up from the outside, so there's something inside that they don't want out. Ah! Yes, and so can you look at what that is, please? I don't. I, I she looks at you. And she says, "If I get a needle in my eye, I'm coming over there and beating your mouth." And she takes a peep. She okay? It's uh, she got a twenty. Yeah, you're gonna love this. It's dark. Also, I want to redcot something. I made a mistake with my character development, character creation. I accidentally put two domain abilities in, and the door sight I'm not supposed to have. I forgot to mention this. Oh. Ooh. Well then. You can't look through the door. Yeah. The drunken I, god I, realized, wait, I gave her so, two powers instead of one. I'll take it away. So... <laughs> so you just see Astrid try to look through the door and it's wood. It's just wood. Wood in there and cracks in darkness. <laughs> and a nail. <laughs> uh, Devlak, with your 25 survival, yes. um, you recognize the, that sort of track that you saw in the thistle tunnels that brought you guys to the bridge? Uh, the one with the cat? No, just a, like, a... Looked like a heavy object was being dragged through. Mm-hmm. Um, you, re you recognize some of the tracks here, but they are a bit stampeded over by what looks like horse hooves and a few hands that will acknowledge nature, like fingered paws that look like 18? That looked yep. like a gecko. A, a gecko. giant a, a giant gecko. I think I know what it is. It's a I, thing in the swamp. I think my pickles were a bit too dear. Uh because <laughs> I believe that the things uh on the floor are gecko marks. And horse hooves. And horse hooves at the same time. Like you see some horse hooves, and elsewhere you see some giant gecko hands, and you see traces of something heavy having been drugged through and put in this small area. So we are dealing with some sort of ho horse gecko creature. Yes. The like does notice with a twenty with a twenty five, like they aren't following each other. Ah. They're not at a pace that would make you assume that it's a gecko horse monster. Well, as part of me, uh, what I meant to say is as much as I would like to say yes, sadly, no. I believe these are two separate creatures. I think that's actually a good thing. I, okay, Paizo, please make a gecko horse monster. Just a horse with two huge gecko arms that go up the side I just don't know. hear like horse gallop but from the ceiling. 
<laughs> You're like, what the hell? Oh god, the horrors of the, uh, the horse gecko. And in the night, by the way, in Thailand, uh, there were geckos pretty much everywhere. And one night, uh, one of our friends asked us, like, hey, you hear this? I hear something, like, say, fuck you. You hear it? And we start to listen, and we hear, fuck you, my and we're like, what the fuck is saying? Fuck you! And then, it, it's about uh, like a night later that we see a gecko on the wall, and as it like, fuck you! The, the throat like, pulls <laughs> up, and it's like oh a little, my... fuck you! Oh my god. We have a galloping gecko on the ceiling going, go, 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 Fuck I'm scared of when Reddit is gonna hear this episode and see what the fuck comes out of that. So, guys, uh, aberrations you'll be facing in my dungeons later. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will shamelessly steal this. This this is golden. It's how to use the swear word as many times as you want, but with the monster. <laughs> well, there goes our family-friendly content. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to put E-E-E for explicit, explicit, entre parenthèses, if you haven't guessed yet, explicit, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you can bleep it. I think it. we lost that with the title of our podcast. <laughs> Touche. Touche. It means to die. Alright, so what do you guys do? You have this extremely barred door in front of you and tracks that are leading some sort of big round thing into this I space. Knock on the, I knock on it. Fuck it. I take the half of my uh, rent sewer and I clank, like, clank, clank, clank. Hey, anybody in there? Fuck you! Oh my god. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> you hear nothing. Well, fuck you too, now. <laughs> Smite, bastard. <laughs> Imagine, sorry, this is a quick parenthesis, but imagine a horse gecko paladin, and when he smites, he just uses that as his battle cry. Fuck you! <laughs> that would be amazing. Dreams. By the way, there was another watch paladin we could access. Perhaps we should go have a look at that one as well before we proceed any further. Especially that the watchtower seems to be abandoned for. Absolutely no reason as strategically of course should be defended with its powers, but hey, goblin. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um okay, so I'm sorry I'm gonna retcon. When you knock on the wood, you hear a very faint neigh. A horse's very faint, very weak. No, oh, that's like you knock Hello, Nay. <laughs> okay, that's canon. That's canon. You hear? Nay. Oh, there's nobody in here. He said nay. <laughs> and you hear? It's not nay, N Y, N A Y. It's nay, N E I G H. How do I know this? I'm a nay. He's also a grammar Nazi. You can't let him out. <laughs> Burn it with fire. Let's take out the wheel. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take out the wheel. The talking horse. Um, I hear the thing, uh, neighing of a horse. 
I uh, look and see if there's a way to unhinge or break or open up this door. You can see that there's a lock that you can play at. Uh, you could probably force it open as well. Um, and actually, roll a heal check as well. I can do that. Uh, just a second. <laughs> 25. Looking at the goblins on the ground, you establish that both goblins were slain by a large hoofed animal, likely a horse, when it stepped on their go- little goblin heads. I whip out my uh, lock, my thieves' tools, and I'm like, I'm letting this thing out. It killed goblins and get a goddamn medal. I got a 14 on my first try. You, you, you felt like you had it for a second there, but you just, like, you probably just had a little shake. Uh, from one of the wounds you'd taken earlier today, and you just missed it. You're confident that if you try again, you might get it. I was going to say, Sue steps up to... Uh... I, got a I got a 16. My character's like, no, I'm doing this. With a 16 and 6 minutes of very tedious work, you manage to unlock the door. I do not pull the pin or anything out yet. I just unlock it. Okay, the door is unlocked. Okay, so I put away the thieves' tool, I pull up my my ransewer, and I'm like, okay, guys, it might have tricked me, I just want to make it sure, just in case, but it's probably a horse, and it's probably badly wounded. Ready to action with the crossbow, and Regis ready to action with his fight, in case that's something else than a horse comes out of there. (laughs) Same here. A centaur with uh, fucking crab arms <laughs> opens up the door slowly with a ransom ready, pretty much. Ready All action right. as well. You, you see this elegant, dark horse, actual pawn, by the way, uh, that, it, that was laying on the ground, but now actually stands up. And you know when horses get very agitated, how they often just like rear up on, on their back legs and it actually goes into the corner and just like, eh. You see a horse that just is rearing back on it, on its legs and you feel it's not menacing, but at the same time, it's fearful. It's looking everywhere. It's... The character slowly closes the door. Nice and easy. And she goes, yeah, black. Uh, you might want to... Um, calm this thing down. Why is the area hidden? Because he closed the door. Oh, you closed the door. Oh, I didn't. No, I, I slowly, calmly closed the door, and I went to Devlack and said, "Maybe you should come say hi to this thing and calm it down." So you're gonna make the horse have a jump scare for the door slowly opening and Devlack. He's <laughs> 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 just like it's ni- nice looking pal- uh, paladin cleric, kind of upstanding citizen opening door. Hmm, closed door. <laughs> I'm hoping he has handled animals better than I do. He has that. He has a lot of empathy. He has a lot of tools. Yeah, yeah I'm is, hoping is some of the Bloody Mary of our campaign. The worst part is Devlack is probably the nicest and most caring character in our group. I know. And the most respectful. So it's just like, oh my god. The <laughs> eldest horror that is Devlack. <laughs> um... There is the other watchtower. We should probably take a look. Are you guys moving towards the other watchtower? Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, we are. Sewer hold point. Yes. All right. You are holding point. Do you open the door? Uh, I was hoping I would have 
the long reach lady, uh, Astrid, behind me, so she can stabby things in front of me. Yay! Reach. You can. <laughs> I was gonna say, you can watch my backside, figuratively and literally. As she shakes her butt and opens the door. Yeah, she gives oh, okay. uh, her butt a wiggle as she opens up the door. You know how cats get ready to pounce. You know the whole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So that's how. Great, yeah, great you, time. You thought she was be, you thought she was being playful. She's literally just like she takes the sword out. And she's like wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Open door. As you open the door, which is not barred. Not a barred. Good. I wasn't into foreplay. Ugh. As you open the door to this area, you see it's an open area. However, as you say, ah, what a nice watchtower. You do notice two goblins that look a bit different than the mundane ones that you just killed as they have bows aimed at you and loose their arrows as you will all roll for initiative. Wiggle, 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 da da da, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, that was not a good roll this time around. I forgot to do resistance and uh, guidance on us before we open the door. Yeah. Well, we have so many doors to look at, look through. Who knows when we were going to need it anyway? So. Uh, well, can, can you say that I was ready for the encounter? Because I, I was, I, I was expecting something. <laughs> you were, yeah. You, you did, say, you did say you were rearing back your, your sweet little, butt. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I'm gonna say that there wasn't a that there's not gonna be a surprise round, but they, there was ready actions. Oh, definitely, definitely. So those are gonna go off as soon as you open the door. So it essentially goes back to the same thing. Uh, I will as soon as I see the first one, though, because I said it was ready and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might just drop prone as an immediate action. <laughs> to what the fuck? You, you have to than me, you fucking heathen. Well, I mean, there's one that's aiming directly in a line at you. For the one that's in diagonal, I can, I can, I can go with flavor text to say it hits the wall. But the one in directly in front of you, if you drop prone, it's gonna be shooting for Astrid. I mean, he's aiming for me. It might just hit her armor miscellaneously. But yeah, I... I'll be giving it a negative. But uh... so, are you dropping prone? I'm dropping prone as a free action, so I get plus four bonus on my armor class against range attack, but I get minus, sorry, I get plus four on AC against range, but minus four on melee attacks against Alright, so one arrow was a 19, does that hit? Uh, 19, no, because my natural is 20 anyway. Okay, and the other one misses also, and Astrid does an arrow at, that was what, 19? Given that he wasn't aiming at you, I'm gonna say 16? Yeah, 16 hits me. What's your AC? 15. I have light armor. I've been wanting heavy, medium or heavy armor for a while. Alright then. Do you have That's... a shield, a buckler, or anything? I have a two-handed weapon. Oh, fair enough. So, so, so the arrow goes through your chain shirt and hits you square in the ribs for for three points of damage. It is now. <laughs> At least it's only three points. It's not the end of the world. Oh, that's uh, what she said. So you have Shalelu that says, "I can't shoot with, with with the way you people are. I I don't have a clear shot." 
she readies an action to fire as soon as her way is clear, essentially. This guy, he's going to move up the stairs. One, two, three, four, five. And this here is just a fence. So with where he is, he's going to shoot at Sue, because she's the only one in his sight. He will, he will be getting a plus one for height advantage. But minus three to run. Or minus yeah. four. Oh, let's see how that is. Natural 19 for a 25 to hit. So 25 total? 25 total. Well, that's... I only counted my bonuses. Add your... So, uh, that's, 20, that's 21, which is enough to hit her. So she's on the ground, she's like, I'm safe! <laughs> <laughs> You're safe as an arrow hits your back for four points of damage. So the other Gabokoko that I've called these guys, he drops his bow. As he's taking a five-foot step towards Sue, we'll draw out a Masterwork Force Chopper. Wait, is that a reach? No, it's, it wouldn't be a reach weapon because it's small. I can still be a reach weapon if it's, uh, if it's supposed to be a reach weapon. I don't think it's supposed to be one. I know it's a bit of a sort of halberd type of thing, but... Yeah, uh, even help reach weapons, apparently. Yeah, that's odd. So he's going to draw that Masterwork Horse Chopper, and... I'm going to opportune parry and respose it from the ground. <laughs> Which is not a very smart idea, but you're gonna try. Is that a thing? As it just says, when an opportunity, uh, when an opponent makes a melee attack against a swashbuckler, he can spend one panache point and expend the use of the attack of opportunity to attempt to parry that attack. It doesn't say anything about me standing on my feet. So, <laughs> all right, roll for it. Getting negatives. I'm taking yes. minus four because I'm on the ground just trying to parry. Okay, roll for it. Twenty Ooh, total. Not bad. 20 total, you cleared it. I rolled a natural 4. Oh, oh fuck. Crazy. Well, I mean, it's it's still worth it because I will use my immediate action to stab him from the ground. You go ahead. 8. <laughs> 8. Your blade just sails past him and as he just... <laughs> you can't get me. You can't get me. Well, neither can you, bastard. Ah, fuck you. Fuck you. Devleg. Devleg, Devleg of Devleg. So, Devleg of Devleg, Devleg, Devleg is going to shine nature's grace on um, Kaleilu, uh casting guidance on her, effectively giving her a plus one on her next uh, E20 world. Beautiful. And do you do anything else with. Uh, do you use your move action? Uh, sadly, he's a bit too slow, and there's an enemy blocking path, so Devlek's just gonna be, uh, being Devlek. So yeah, you he's sticking there. You guys would be in a perfect line for a lightning bolt. <laughs> Please, no. But yeah, so Devlek's just gonna stick there, cast guidance on her, and say, have a bit of luck. Alright. Astrid, your turn. The gobble does not get partial cover because uh, Sue is on the ground kissing the floor. I'm gonna try and impale him. Nine. With my move action. I check to see the door on my left and see if it's unlocked. It's unlocked. I open it, but I do not go in. You open it, you see beds. Poorly made, disgusting, grimy beds. Uh, I... I don't know 
punch a leg. I think I only need one leg. Yeah, I do. Fuck. Um, as a reaction, I'm going to talk to what's her face to Sue, who is bluffed that you can like hide messages in it in words, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try that again. Oh! <laughs> you got a tree. There's a there's a hiding spot on our left there, Sue. If you want to take a uh, if you want to bottleneck them. Fair enough. Like, Sue hears you. She just kind of looks up at you from her position on the ground with the goblin standing almost on top of her, an arrow sticking out of her like yeah. either butt or or back or something. Lower back. It's a tramp stamp. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna say the move, uh, opening the door was your move action. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying too. My, that's my turn. Okay. Regis. Right. Is it even possible for him to go through their squares? Yeah, you can. You can. Given that they're allies, I'm, I'm not gonna count that as difficult terrain, but if you end anywhere on the other side of the gobble, you will need to roll acrobatics or provoke an AO. He's gonna do exactly that. Well, acrobatic, but very likely he's gonna provoke. All right. So acrobatics not that but high. when you roll acrobatics, you can only move at that speed. Oh, in that case, he's just gonna take it. You can you can go up to here. Uh, yeah, I know. So you provoke, moving yep. forward. He's gonna provoke. He's just All right. gonna. Through, uh, get over here in that corner and attack my goblin. But you're Thousand. passing over his square, so I think you do need to do something. Because I think if you're passing through an enemy square, kind of like have to push him out. You actually have to do a full rush. Or yeah. If, if you're going beside, if you're passing beside and provoking, that's not an issue. But if you're passing through his square, there's something, and I'm I try to remember what I need. I know I moving through enemies pathfinder. Thank you, Bing Virus. Just roll on acrobatics, and if you roll over 10, I'm gonna say you're good. 14. You got it. Oh, yeah. But you do provoke since you uh, you didn't beat his CMD. That's all it gets. So, how's a 19? Not just it. Alright. So, that is. Oh! Quite a good hit. He lands a good blow into your ribs as you take 7 points of damage. Regis just says, you're gonna regret that. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Oh my god. But attack, 17 to hit. 17, exactly. Uh, 9 points of damage. Ow, I believe you. <laughs> he is very bloodied. From the back of the line, I'm going to make an intimidation check on that guy going, uh, we've murdered all of the goblins before you, we'll murder you the same if you don't drop your weapon. And I'm gonna roll a 15. What's the DC again? 10 plus their wisdom on the fire. Alright, and what and what exactly are you trying to do with your intimidate? Make him shake. Uh, I believe you! <laughs> and he is shaken. Basically a minus two to, uh, what's the shit. Yep. I, good thing I have the condition in my combat manager that you can find on Google if you type combat manager. <laughs> Attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, ability checks. Mm-hmm. Wait, I gave him the wrong condition. I gave him prone. He's not prone. Damn it, I did not give him double prone. <laughs> I'm prone. Alright, so he is shaken. 
That's third. Suzette Chateau de Maupertuis, you have a shaken goblin in front of you. I am prone. I will kick up. So as a move action, I can stand up from prone without provoking tax opportunity. And then I will just stab a bitch. Roll to straight up stab this bitch. So a precise strike as well, doesn't cost me anything. And... Oh! Roll to confirm? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna regain a panache point because that those are important for me. Mm -hmm. You didn't crit yet, though. You right. hit the critical threat, but you haven't confirmed it yet. Alright, I will regain that in a second, hopefully. Yeah. 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 Fine. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, As I said, I stab a bitch. <laughs> so roll your damage. Um, I don't think the position damage is doubled, as far as I know. Position damage is not doubled. Yeah. So it's going to but be your modifier damage and your base damage are doubled. So double dex and double rapier. Yep. Let's throw on a strike if you have it. No, I don't have Piranha Strike. <laughs> I do not have the feats for that. So, does a 17 kill the little dude? How do you want to do this? He had 3 HP left, so he killed him below con. Since she's kicking up from prone, I'm just gonna say she essentially like... Just does one of those like, tip clips forward, and just as she comes forward, just essentially impales him from the, like, the top of his... Is uh, like um, Adam's apple essentially kind of like just kicks up and just like slams the blade through there and like coming out of his spine. Oh god. Yeah, you do just that and it is clearly dead. You shish kebab a bitch. Essentially. <laughs> so that was a move and a standard. And then since she knows she's in the way for the other, the shot, she will then immediately drop back prone to give <laughs> Shalelu a shot. That sadly does not work because Astrid is still in the way. No, but... Well, least... the other creature is also elevated, so... Mm -hmm. It's elevated, so yeah, it, she lost it effectively from where she is line of sight on it. Oh, okay, she doesn't have a line of sight. So yeah, she'll she'll stand up and she'll get ready. So ready to fall prone again if she gets shot at. <laughs> Speaking of the devil, Shalilu is going to move right about up here, where she does get line of sight, but the guy gets some level of cover because of his uh, the, the the railing that he's over. It's over, Shalilu. I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! She hits. Natural 17, we're looking at somewhere near 30 to hit. Uh. <laughs> How do you want to do this, Sam? <laughs> she walks in. She says, You bitch, you're just dead. She looks at him, aims, looks at you, Sue, on the ground, hoping you're looking back, winks, and not even looking at the goblin, shoots as the arrow lands square in that huge space between his eyes and essentially he is pinned to the wall lucid uh, flaccid sorry not lucid flaccid well it's because... pretty lucid it's a seal so yeah she just charged into the room shot an arrow and killed a bitch I am combat over so does uh we do in the heel thing now that would be appreciated yeah. 
Sue gets up and moves into mm. the room just so we were all in a good position. Everybody heals seven again. Beautiful. Good How many more do you have? Uh, that was the last burst. Uh, aside from that, I still ha- can substitute my spells for full-on healing spells, which I actually haven't gotten the chance to use my level one and two spells, so I still have those. Regis is almost back to full health. And I'm going to save you guys the trouble. When you go up to, up the watchtower, you see more of the beautiful landscape around, which must be a quite a landscape to observe, really. Um, but you do not see more of the structure because of the roofs. A lot of thorns, a lot of uh, places for Devlak to hide, but... Uh... <laughs> Devlak said, mm-hmm. And... Is also practical for the sneaky sneak. Regis is curious, and he's gonna grab the body of this goblin, and from the top of the tower, shuck him in the water. Well, <laughs> take his stuff off first in case he has yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, you you check. He's gonna check the the items first, and then chuck him. Chuck him goblin into the water. You get a master course chopper, and you pick up the short bow from the ground, and he chucks him so hard, you yeet him off the map. so <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. hard. <laughs> he did. <laughs> his, his ghost screams inside. I don't know if you guys played um, God of War, the latest one where they're doing the Viking stuff. You essentially throw him, like, you, you get an item where you, your axe throw is just infinite. You throw it and it just keeps going forever until it hits an ob- obstacle. That's essentially what happens with a commando. <laughs> he disappears from sight before he drops. Alright. Well, you, can, clear. you cannot call back the goblin with a swoosh of your hand. <laughs> that would be a sight. So, what do you guys do? You have a door to the north and you also have a few doors. Sue checks the bed place? So, uh, checking the bed place, you don't see anything of value. It's just, it's crumpled up sheets filled with more dirt than anything else and absolute stink. Six poorly constructed bug beds, little more than hammocks slung from rickety frames, stand along the walls of this room. Each is heaped with a vermin-infested blanket and a lump of straw that serves as a frustrating pillow. Um, from here, is there, like, how well or rickety is this fort made? Is there any holes in the wall here that would let me see on the other side? It is made of bad wood, but you don't uh, necessarily see significant holes that would let you see on the other side. Perfect. I was just, uh, while she was here, she kind of like, oh, I don't know what's there. Mm-hmm. She walks back out, like, are we checking the top of, we've checked the top of the, t- uh, the tower already? Yeah, I I hand waved it and just said that you guys don't see anything other than a beautiful landscape. How uh how are these doors looking? Rickety planks that have been strumpled together with rope nails. I see underneath them. Call higher low. <laughs> low. Seventy eight. You cannot see through this door. When you look, you, this is actually a pull door, and it hits a plank that is a bit too high up as compared to the others. Uh, Regis is going to call high or low for this door. 
what do you call? Hello. Because it's still under the door. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Nineteen. Nineteen? Does, does he have dark vision? Yes, he does. And that's where we'll leave it for this week. 